Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and unfortunately, I've got to, uh, Steve Kane calls himself the yeah. Grim Reaper of uh, making the phone calls. I am the Grim Reaper this year of this radio show, having to deliver uh, a vast majority of some terrible news of the legends that we have lost this year. Our death toll for this year is now above 100 is we have lost the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers, who lost his battle to his second bout of stage four lymphoma cancer at the age of 58. It's extremely very unreal to me, folks, having read one of his posts a few days ago and the hope he had, the do- hope the doctors had, and it's yeah. gone. It's just gone. I know. You know, I, I seriously, guys, I seriously thought that if anybody was going to be the person mm-hmm. that was going to beat this, it was going to be Tracy. I mean, he went through that hernia surgery and that so that he could have his body strengthened up so that he could take at least some lighter chemo and that. And then, yeah. boom, Trust it me. just... <laughs> Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. God. Many were awoke with the news at 5 a.m. yesterday morning with the passing of Tracy's mothers. I was alerted by a, a fan of, of somebody that works for Steve and I, company here in Illinois, uh, who uh, I uh, had asked me if it was true that Tracy was gone. And right at the moment she asked me, the post from Collar Elbow um, had floated to the top of my Facebook page that yes, indeed he was gone. And I was, I will tell my story as the night progresses of how I met Tracy and how the influence that Tracy had on me is one that even when things between him got rocky, um, never went away. It, it, It never went away. I still had tremendous respect for Tracy still do to this day. Um, I've lost a friend. I've lost two friends this year. And, I, and some people are going to say, well, you, you lost more than that. No, Joe and Tracy, I was close to Tracy more mm-hmm. closer than Joe um, for me anyway, because Tracy and I had worked on a lot of shows, a lot of places together. And um, 
I will we'll talk more tonight about the debt of gratitude that Steve Kane and I will never be able to repay him for Wrestle Wars two, and yeah. we've got some interviews that we'll play leading now. that we're leading up to that event. So um, tonight we are going to be joined by hopefully Joe Gertner at some point from um, good old ECW, and we might have some other callers yeah. call in and uh, share their thoughts and memories yeah. of Tracy. We invite you to do the same at 213-943-3719. Uh, be aware that if, if you come here tonight and are looking for problems, I am going to let Katie eat your face off, and I'm going to sit back and enjoy every minute oh, of it yeah. because you are not going to disrespect. <coughs> this is not yeah. going to be a place of disrespect here tonight. This, and it's this been man, a long time since this dog's been fed, so I'm pretty damn hungry. So yeah. Um, yeah. Be, 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 be alert of that. Uh, I want to start yeah. things off by saying that Tracy <clears throat> is truly one of a kind. Um, I met Tracy in 2004, 2005, right around the time of the first ECW One Night Stand. And I've told the story before, but the, the first time I ever saw Tracy wrestle was against Delirious. And anybody that's seen Delirious wrestle knows the kind of character that Delirious is. Well, be it, it, it whoever's idea it was, I think it might have been Delirious's idea, but Delirious had an idea to hide a cowboy hat under the ring because this was right after One Night Stand. And, he, you know, the rumors had get out, gotten out about the heat between Tracy's mothers and JBL. So Delirious puts on the cowboy hat and... Tracy Smothers pretends that he's seen JBL and starts cussing up a storm and beats the holy hell out of Delirious. <laughs> and I mean, oh my God. Um, that, was the moment, that was the moment I'll never forget. And then uh, connecting with him years later online, you know, he messaged me out of the blue and here, you know, you would have thought it would have been the other way around me messaging Tracy. No, Tracy messaged me and was like, <laughs> hey, kid, how are you? What? How are you, kid? You're the last person I expected to hear from, sir. I'm I'm well. How are you? And got to work with him on some other events um, through the years. And one of those was up in Freeport, and it was him and another former guest of the show that is unfortunately gone, Rosie. Um, man. Rosie, a whole lot of Rosie. Oh yeah, Rosie. Okay. Rosie is in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. one of the uh, Samoan dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three-minute three warning, yeah. Rosie. And, um, okay. you know, the, 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 this, this was not that year long ago, folks. This was 2011, somewhere in there, would have been the year that this event happened up in Freeport, Illinois. And now Tracy Smothers is gone, and Rosie is gone, and... I mean, folks, this was this was nine years ago. Yeah. These people weren't that old. Yeah. Tracy was 58. Rosie, we know when we did the uh, memorial podcast for him, he was very young. And very very young. And very very been, sweet. Very very sweet. I've never, I've never had. I think he was the first interview we did where I was called ma'am, and I had to stop him. <laughs> this I'm looking has been for my very, mother. Yeah. This yeah, has been a very tragic year for everybody in the world of professional wrestling. And unfortunately, and I, I don't mean to put bad luck on anybody, but unfortunately, 
I don't think that we're done losing all of our legends yet. I think there's going to be at least one more major one that goes before the end of the year, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's what scares me. We've got, we've got slightly, we've got two months and two days left in 2020. And, Oh, don't Sean, don't even, I don't, don't even Sean just put a message about who he thinks would be, Next, and I don't even Sean, want to. I don't even it. want to hear it. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to take that one. I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to that one. No. Um. That's just. Uh, unfortunately, that's the way I, I see it, and I hope I'm not right. But God, we have lost a lot of legends. Look, in, in the seven years. No, no, no. Okay, I am going to say the meanest, nastiest thing to you, and people, please cover your ears right now. That that that, that name you just put down, you can shut your whore mouth. Um, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, don't even go there. Don't even start. Cause now, yeah, now you're about to be, no, Steve, Steve, feed Sean to me, please. Piece by piece. I think it's going to be, um, very hard. It's been a very hard year, especially with COVID, but it's been a very mm-hmm. hard year to be in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah. Lose over a yeah, hundred people in the, bro- a uh, hundred people mm-hmm. in the brotherhood um, this year. Um, yeah. Tracy. Yeah, I was. We'll talk. Yeah, it's, well, you, you mentioned this, Sean, and um, I talked, uh, and of course, I, I had a, uh, actually, a fairly long conversation with uh, Hugo Savinovich on mm-hmm. Wednesday, and we were talking about, you know, especially uh, down in Mexico, the number of boys that uh, they've lost to COVID down there has. That's a big it's, number. It's it's frightening, you know. I mean, it's th- this year. You know, I mean, we said this several months ago. You know, several months back, I'm talking almost almost six months ago. We said that this year was making 2018, which was the last, which was the last mm-hmm. big year in terms of wrestling deaths, look like a church yeah. picnic, and unfortunately. We keep proving ourselves right here, and it's really, it's a, it's upsetting well, me to no end. I just, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm have, I'm having a hard time. Al, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been on lockdown myself and, for and, ten months. Ten months yeah. is, is how and long I'm, I've been on lockdown my own thing, self. And I'm no right, and I'm, and you know, and I'm not a, I'm not a young man anymore. I, you know, I have to, I have to admit that. You know, even with even with my family's history of longevity, I'm closer to the end of everything than I am to the beginning of it, and that and stuff like this. I mean, um, later on we'll play what what in Tracy. Steve, did you just admit you're feeling your mortality? Yes. Heck yes. Heck yes. I am. I am. And Um, and this is and this from somebody whose family history. The majority yeah, of our of our family lives into their nineties and hundreds, so I'm not even uh, close yet. But yet I'm but yet I'm feeling. You know, it's it's the thing. And guys, um, it's one of the things when I was uh, listening to and pulling the uh, clips that uh, we'll probably play throughout the evening. Um, and what wound up being Tracy's last interview with us, that was one of the things that uh, he talked about. When he was on some of the stuff that he was watching, 
was mm-hmm. looking at it and seeing how many of the how many of the guys that were in that those aren't there clips that yeah exactly exactly wrestlers referees ring announcers go on everybody yeah it's uh, I mean. Tracy's last appearance on Wrestling Authority Radio was March 21st, 2019. Um, on December tw- in December of 2019, Smothers <coughs> announced that he was diagnosed in November with stage four lymph- uh, stage four well diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, unfortunately, he didn't even have the disease a year before he was he's gone. It's, um, it's, extreme, yeah. it, it's extremely aggressive. It, it, it'll take you. Right. Um, right. You. And, and, the thing, and the thing was, and the thing was, guys, Tracy didn't want a lot of people knowing about it. When I when I contacted him, and that um, he he asked me to keep it from everybody, including you two. He you know he told he told me when the time, when the time is right, I will go I will go ahead and. And talk and talk about it, and I'll and I'll be I'll be open, and that. But he asked he he, he asked yeah. me not to even tell you two. Well, and I that, and that I didn't. That doesn't I, surprise me I because told, yeah, every time that man came on our airspace, you know, even if I happened to screen him, he'd be hello, darling, how's my girl? Yep. Yep. So, and he was, and he was always so laid back. Um, I mean, <laughs> except you know, that, one, got, except got that the, one night, remember that one night he got ticked off and just, I can't remember who he got ticked off with and he just told them off and then went, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. well, it's so funny because I, because again, I was listening, I was listening to this, I was listening to these uh, shows today and Sean, not all of the shows <clears> actually <throat> translate to having, having audio files so we don't have we don't have everything but okay. I've got but we got most of it. Um and it was funny because when we've got when we've got the one with uh Tracy and Jesse and Awesome it was funny. Tracy was so Tracy was just being so quiet laid back. He was wa- he was watching he was watching the uh um Brooklyn Miami game and that and then, and he's and he's all mellow, quiet, laid back. And then Jesse comes on, and you know what? I'm just I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and play no, that. This this this, this is yeah, one of our play you know, you'll Quit you'll teasing. tell because you'll tell because you because you will hear um the hear us actually dialing Jesse in this clip. We're really still kind of new in this whole radio thing, so fortunately, she came right on. So here we go. Worked together previously um, in 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 the Indianapolis area, and so he and I are familiar with each other. Uh, whereas Jesse is uh, is not someone that I am familiar with outside of the fact that oh, uh, she is Tracy's uh, daughter. And speaking of Tracy, here he is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going live with Tracy, the wild-eyed southern boy, Smothers. 
Tracy, you are live, and uh, don't think that I'm interrupting you. I'm going to go ahead and call Jessie Bell and go ahead and get her on the line with you, and we're going to go ahead and start this interview. Okay. All right. So, hey, Tracy, how you doing, brother? Hey, good. Uh, watching the NBA playoffs here, uh, Miami and Brooklyn. Miami's about to beat them, looks like. Calls it out. Oh, yeah? Uh-oh. Hello. Hello, Jesse Bell. You're live with PWR Slam and Tracy Smothers. How are you this evening? I'm doing awesome. How about you? I'm doing well. You're great, Jesse. Thanks Hi. for joining us this evening. Hey, what's up? Your problem? <laughs> pretty pop, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, how was OVW tonight? OVW was pretty awesome. It was a really good show. Jim Cornette show up out of the blue. Alfred was hiding out. Um, it was really good. I'd be doing absolutely perfect if I wasn't driving in this pouring down rain. Oh wow! Oh lovely. <laughs> Pops, I'm not uh, driving like a NASCAR driver. I'm driving slow. Right that that's good. That's good. Now, so you're you're driving. Where's where's Ryan at? Um, uh, he's not with me. Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we we won't, we won't go there. There's a Kenny Bolin joke in there somewhere, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> oh gosh, so. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask the question that I know a lot of people who uh, you know, would be in my position would definitely would definitely want to ask. And Tracy, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pop it. What did you say to this young lady when she came up to you and said, "You know what? I want to be a wrestler." Oh, she'd ballet some. I, don't, I think she'd wrestle some, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, she had uh, off and on for a little while, a couple of years, I guess. More ballet, I guess. You know, but um, she had the heart to do it. Still does. Is out there, probably busier than any girl out there. So. Mhm. She's doing great. She's come a long way. Definitely sacrificed a lot, so you know, see her make it. Yeah, yeah. So, now of course, obviously, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Hello. Okay. Okay. Apparently, okay. Apparently, we've lost we've lost Sean for a second here. Well, Jesse, why don't you go ahead? I mean, obviously, of course, uh, how Tracy was obviously a big influence on on your career. What was that like? You know, having having the you know having a situation, especially like say, you know, when you're when you're a kid in school and that, and you know, you you go to school on Mondays after after the weekend and say, you know, Tracy had been on TV and that. Uh, what type, what type of reaction uh would you would you get from uh from the kids at school? 
Well, um, unfortunately, I didn't have the luxury of having him in my life until after I was out of school, well out of it. Ruthie, calm down. <laughs> Ruthie and Bandit are out of their minds. I'm going to have to go back here in this back room. Keep, let's, keep going, uh, Jason. Hold on. You guys go ahead. Keep going. I'm going to um, All right. All but yeah, pops. I didn't have the luxury of having him in my life or around until after I'd been out of school. You know, like my mom had um, told me. Or, you know. Uh huh. Okay. So, uh, so then, uh, were you were you kept away from oh uh, from wrestling, from watching it, or going to events like yeah. that? Yeah. while you were young. Okay. My mom. My mom never took me to a wrestling show. She didn't like me watching it. Like, I wasn't, I was, she, whenever I started watching wrestling, I think I was like 12 or 13, and uh, she basically changed my bedtime to like 9 o'clock so that I couldn't watch it, like just as it would get started. And she would come into my room and disconnect my TV and take it into the kitchen so I couldn't watch wrestling. And I remember for like my 14th birthday, uh, WWF, which is what it was then, um, was coming to uh, Louisville, and I wanted to go so bad. And I was like, please, Mom, I just want to go to the wrestling show. I just want to go, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I was like, the only thing I want, and uh, she she absolutely would not take me, would not, she did not support wrestling, still does not to this day, doesn't like it, and does everything she can to discourage me from it. Wow. Wow. you blame her? Uh, I can't blame her. I wish my mom would have convinced me. No, I'm kidding. Won't you plug some of the shows you got coming up? Just me. There. That was Tracy's mother's and Jesse Bell. Do you blame her? Do you blame her? No. <laughs> that's um, funny. That's funny. That, that was that's Tracy. That was Tracy. Pure Tracy. And I wanna yeah. I wanna speak on the success of Jesse Bell's mothers really quickly. When I first met Jesse Bell, I was working. Uh, I actually met her and Ryan working in Freeport, and I didn't know Ryan and I didn't know Jesse. But here comes this beautiful blonde, and you know, even as a gay man, I will admit. Jessie Bell, when she was a blonde, beautiful girl, beautiful, still a very beautiful girl. Well, just because just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't appreciate a beautiful woman, you know. Okay, we right? brought th- this company brought her in, and uh, her first match, Steve, was against December, and those mm. two, oh my God, that match was incredible. I don't know if the match is still on on YouTube or not, but if you can find it, look it up. Jessie Bell Smothers. Uh, December Frontier Championship Wrestling. Um, I want to say January 2000. Uh, let's see, it would have been 2011. Uh, very good event. Uh, the following event, they brought in Mickey Knuckles, and this is where things got interesting with her and with her and Jesse, because I don't know who was booking at this time, but this was smart booking, and I'll give them credit where credit is due. We had uh, Mickey and Jesse for about three months. And the final big blow-off was uh, Jesse versus Mickey. False count anywhere, anything goes, you know, just no time limit. Because these two had fought and fought and fought at that venue, and there had never been an absolute winner. 
And now Jesse is with World of Wrestling, which we don't uh, – I need to look into that. We need to see if we've got some kind of status update about that company to see if they're actually going to be coming back and, and doing more filming. Obviously, with COVID, everything's on halt, but that's one update that we, we have a lot of updates about other wrestling companies, Steve, but I did not get an update about that one. And I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to be coming back. Well, I mean, they're def- they've definitely got the money because, uh, of course, uh, Women of Wrestling is owned by Jeannie Buff, who also owns the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, got a got a shout got a shout out for got a shout out for my boys in the purple and gold here. Um, and of course, there she there she um, wrestles under the name Jesse Jones. And right. she is, and she's this, you know, southern redneck who is, who's, who's out to make wrestling great again. <laughs> and, and I mean, the character is, the character is really, really good. Jesse has definitely, Jesse has grown as a performer. Um, I mean, if you, I loved working with her. I loved working, you know, alongside of her. She's somebody I would still book to this day. Uh, the 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 numbers and obviously everything COVID would have to be gone and bring her in, but I, it's something I'd love to do. I know Tracy is proud of that girl. Um, he was proud of her a long yeah. time ago, but she's she's earned her keep. She has done everything that she set out to do. The other girl in Tracy's mother's life that uh, he had a big influence over, and not a lot of many people know this, was Mickey Knuckles. Mickey Knuckles was one of the very few women that could call Tracy's mother's pop uh, other than Jesse. Yep. And I can't imagine what she's feeling right now. I know she's been going through hell and back with um, fans and workers and stuff like that, that have been very troubling to her. And this has uh, unfortunately been the next thing in her career. I love Mickey Knuckles with all my heart. She's, she's somebody i give her the shirt off my back if I had to. Okay, that, that woman, um, I met her when I was 14 over in Indiana, and she's always been kind to me and kind of tried to steer me the right way and never had really any ill will to say about me. Um, <clears throat> I know her and Jesse are really torn up about this, and I can't, I can't imagine um, what they must be going through. I can't imagine what the people that have benefits that we're going to have Tracy um, be there, uh, the one this weekend in Bartonville, Illinois, and the one going to be happening in November with Ox Harley um, in Tennessee. I can't imagine what those rosters that workers that have come in contact with Tracy must be feeling, like Steve, like Katie, like myself. If you came in contact with this man, the influence that he had on anybody's life that he came in contact with was Nine times out of ten, a very positive one. You cross the man, look out. But he he would go he he would do anything for anybody that he possibly could. And I don't even know where to begin to thank him for what he did for Steve and I for Russell Wars too, because it was literally a saving grace. I, I yeah. Um, well. I just happened to I've I've got Mickey's page here and the and 
and her and her um, background is the is Tracy's famous thug gimmick. T is for terrible. Yeah. H is for L. U is for ugly. G is for jail because the thug can't spell. Well, I tell you, I that I mean that bit alone. Oh, I mean, I'd already known Tracy for several years. We had worked together long before this, and um, oh, it's just oh, and it's and it's real, and it's really something. Um, well, in fact, she posted this on her on her Facebook page yesterday. It says I shouldn't have to say this. But if you feel the need to disrespect Tracy Smothers, you and I got a huge problem. Hashtag fight me. Hashtag everybody dies. That was one of his. That's what was one of his quotes. The other one of his quotes, and I never understood it until I got older. Fight the battle. Yep. Yep. And it's. Yeah, it's and it's it's something. I mean, her page is just loaded up with stuff right now, and I and I don't blame her. I mean, my gosh. <coughs> it's yeah. You know, I mean, this this one this one's a this one's a rough one for everybody. I mean. I, you know, I I don't think that there is a person within this industry that wasn't in some way affected by Tracy Smothers. Yeah. Um, you know, and people and nobody had a, you know, and. And even even in even in his times when he wasn't, you know, quite with everybody, and that people still people still didn't have a bad thing to say about him, which I think really speaks volumes. Now, um, Tracy will will break down his career real quick. Tracy was trained by Stan Lane and Steve Kern. Made his debut Fabulous. in 1982. Um, was from Springfield, Tennessee. Graduated Springfield High School, where he played football, golf, and wrestled. He was the first person in Springfield High School history to go to the state championship in wrestling. Um, Steve Armstrong and Tracy's mothers began teaming as wild-eyed Southern boys in the first championship wrestling in 1987, uh, where they feuded with the new breed. Another great um, team. Oh, guys, those guys never got the credit they deserved. Smothers and Armstrong were signed in 1990 to World Championship Wrestling. Uh, we're with World Championship Wrestling from 90 to 92 until 92, uh, 92 to 95. He would be in Jim Cornette's Jim, uh, Jim Cornette's Smoky Mountain Wrestling, not Jim Cornette's Jim Cornette's promotion. Damn it, Sean. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it, it together. It could work. Get it JCP. Um, Smothers achieved great success as a singles wrestler um, in Smoky Mountain because I believe Armstrong was still under contract with WCW at this time. Um, right. If you go back, if you right. go back and listen to Jim's interviews, he didn't. It's not that he didn't want. Tracy Smothers is a heavyweight champion. It's one of his original plans was for Armstrong to get the belt. And Armstrong was under WCW contract, which is why he switched it to Tracy. Um, that was some good stuff. Yeah. If you've never seen Smoky Mountain Wrestling, um, man, there's there's a lot of hidden that, hidden stuff there. That was that was some great stuff in there. Um Tracy, Tracy was there. Um, my buddy Al Snow worked there. That was the first place. Uh, a lot, a lot of people saw a young fellow by the name of Chris Candido. Yep. Um, Good old buddy Chris Candido. No gimmicks needed. And, and let me tell you something right. about that real quick. That was no bullshit. Chris did not need a gimmick. He could go out there. He, uh, man, I saw him do it twice here in LaSalle, the two times that he was here. Unbelievable in that ring. The amount, look, he could take a dead crowd, and <laughs> that crowd could be deader than Lazarus, and he could raise that some bitch from the dead. That's how, that's how good Chris Candido was. And the, the matches yep. that Chris Candido and Tracy Smothers had were always something special. Right, right. <clears throat> and you know, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, you know, that that whole that whole company. I mean, I mean, when, I mean, when you look at it, okay. Tony Anthony, our good friend uh, Bobby Smedley, aka Bobby Blaze. We need um, to talk to him. It's been too long. Tracy, sorry. Um, and you know, also this also this team called the Gangsters. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I Didn't mean, you got to give, you, you got to give, you got to give where, where it's due. I mean, you know, Jim Cornette had, had, had an eye and he knew what, he knew what he could do with, with people. And he, and he did it. I mean, that's like the whole thing with, uh, you know, um, with Bob Armstrong when, when he, when he started Smoky Mountain, he wanted Bob there. Bob thought, you know, hey, I'll I'll wrestle for Jim, and that's right. not what and that's not what Jim wanted. And Bob's like, Jim, I can I can still go. And he's like, no, I I want you to be the authority yeah. figure because you will you will give you will give me that air of legitimacy that nobody else in this part of the country can do. Well, and, not only that. I mean, say not what, only say that. What you want about Jim Cornette? When he's right about something, he is right. Well, not only that, but if you remember, if you remember, Bob Bullet Bob um, re- making his return to wrestling down there. Um, that's the thing that set Smoky Mountain over the ten thousand paid asses in seat scale, because um, they didn't do it. They hadn't done it in a couple of places. I think this was Knoxville, if I remember Cornette's interview correctly. And they 
they did the angle where Bullet Bob came back and he was going to wrestle, and they broke 10,000 seats, you know, 10,000 people attendance record. You, yeah. Smart booking. And Tracy was a part of this and an integral part of this because Cornette yeah, did not see Tracy as just a tag team wrestler, which a lot of promoters had seen. Tracy is just a tag team wrestler. They didn't see him as a single. Cornette said, no, right. I need him as a single, which is what actually led his career down the right <laughs> path to go to USWA later. And uh, even the mm. short little stint in uh, WWF, which we're not going to, we're not going right. to really dwell on that too much. His main good thing that he got remembered for in the later years after his WCW time and time in Smoky Mountain was his time in ECW with the full-blooded Italian. And I'm, I'm telling you what, yes. I didn't understand why the guy was so old and wrestling, but when he got in the ring and wrestled, it told everything you needed to know. And Tracy yeah. wasn't that old at that time, but compared to some of the other guys, you know, you got to remember when ACW was first getting on TV, it would have been like 1998, 1999, 2000, somewhere in there. So I was only like 10 years old. Yeah, I'm like, man, this guy, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, this guy is like, you know, I'm like compared to the other guys, he's, he's kind of old and the stuff got over. It just, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. And him, yeah. Him and Guido and uh, trying to see here. Tommy Rich. Didn't Tommy Rich and who was the big fat guy? I can't think of his name. Well, Sal. The well the the original yeah Big Sal, Big Sal Graciano. Yeah. Oh my God, that guy. Oh that that guy was that guy was a riot. I mean he just <laughs> yo. I mean he'd come in do the big do the big yo know, big Guido splash and that and. It was, you know, I mean, you know, and and the and the three and the three of them. I mean, when you sit there and you think, okay, you had Tommy Rich, Southern redneck boy as could be, Tracy Smothers, Southern redneck boy as can be, and then you had Guido Meritato, full-blooded <laughs> Italian. <laughs> but about ninety-eight pounds soaking wet. Well, honestly, a buck twenty-five, a buck thirty. But still, the three, the three of them. I mean, they they sent they sent South Philadelphia crazy. <laughs> um, 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 in fact, um, I don't know. I don't know if either of you, if either of the two of you watched uh, watched uh, Bill's. Uh, tribute video that he put up yesterday and that um but <coughs> in it he put it he put in an interview that he had done just like literally just a couple of years earlier at a at a convention with the with the three with the three of them and that and they and they were talking about it and we're and uh one of those things when uh well, hopefully we get Joel on in a little bit. Um, we'll definitely talk about uh I'll talk about the the first match that they did as the FBI and talk about you know, talk about that entire entire gimmick. I mean you know, you sit there and you think that I mean 
Tracy could Tracy could sell this one of the the craziest gimmicks. I mean, Polly Polly did a lot of, did a lot of different stuff and that, but Polly usually <clears throat> a lot of a lot of his things were a lot of his things were straight up and that a lot of his a lot of his characters were straight up and real you know hard hard you know hardcore men men type type guys and that and then yes. you've got three guys up there dancing a fool flipping the flipping the hands up from the under the chin and that type of thing and yet they were getting mega heat absolutely you know so Paul knew what Tracy, he was doing oh yeah oh yeah um Tracy was the more notable titles that he held ECW World Tag Team title one time with Little Guido. He was the two-time IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Champion. Got to say what you want about Ian. To have Tracy as the champion, smart move. And this was was in the early 2000s when guys like Ace Steel and Colt Cabana were first coming into that company and needed a guy like Tracy to teach them the right way. Um, Yep. Smoky Mountain, USWA. WCW United States Tag Team Champion one time with Steve Armstrong. Um, you know, and I think there's going to be a lot of Hall of Fame inductions that are going to come for Tracy Smothers. How could there not be? Yep. Um, yep. Now, um, he was a tag team partner with uh, somebody else that I don't believe is uh, – Wow, I didn't know he was still alive. Um, Chris Hamrick. Yeah. Uh, um, they were Southern yep. Comfort. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, um, this is somebody else that, look, we don't have many of these guys le- left. Um, no. No. Tracy was from the 80s. The 80s was the last of the territory days. And Smoky Mountain Mountain and USWA were the last of the Mohicans for the territories in the United States. I don't care what anybody says, Mm -hmm. that's the truth. ECW was a territory to an extent, so they had a national expansion. When they had national expansion... That's when things went south, unfortunately, and we we all know how it ended for them. They ended in bankruptcy and sold the vents for pennies on the dollar. Um, yeah. The reason that JBL and Tracy got into a fight at one night stand, we'll hear hopefully more about this from Joel Gertner when we get him on the line. Steve, you can go ahead and send that text now. Um, the reason was because JBL during a brawl at one night stand shot on the blue meanie and the blue meanie went and told Tracy yep. about it. And Tracy was ready to do war with JBL. It didn't matter if he wasn't going to get a check from Vince McMahon again or not. He wanted, he wanted JBL's hind end. 
Yeah, yeah, that that was that was probably one of the few times legitimately that Tracy lost his temper. And I completely understand. I mean, you know, the I mean, the reputation that Layfield has had over the years as a uh as a locker room bully has you know, it's 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 well known. Um I mean, you know, the I mean, even though he tried to deny it, a lot of a lot of people sit there and say, "Yeah, he is the reason that uh, Moro Ranallo left the SmackDown booth." Wow! And in fact, actually uh, stayed away from stayed away from uh, WWE for quite a while until they renegotiated for him to just go ahead and come back to NXT. Oh, I mean, Morrow, Morrow made a, Morrow made a statement saying, no, 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 that's not, that's not what happened in that. But we know how, we know how Vince makes people cover up for, for his, uh, you know, for his, for his glory boys and that. And so we know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure eventually at some point um, Morrow will do a book. He should. Um, he's got, you know, he's got quite a few stories himself about uh, overcoming bipolar to be able to even function doing boxing, MMA, wrestling, and that. Oh. But I have I have a feeling at some point, yeah, when that book comes out, uh, Mr. Layfield is not going to be seen in a very good light. Well, um, getting back to this, um, Smothers was also a part of Juggalo Championship Wrestling, the Insane Clown Posse's group where he wrestled Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Booker T. Yeah, it's it's ama- it's amazing how the the level of talent that actually has appeared on uh, on JCW events and that. And uh, he did so. Tracy also <laughs> did some time in TNA, a uh, very brief time, but a yep. little bit of time there. So um, very good career, and who could forget that he also had the unfortunate short-lived school of smothers here in Illinois that helped a vast group of men and women that wanted to um, lock in on their dream of being a professional wrestler. He helped them do that. Um, Some of which are still wrestling to this day because of Tracy um, and because of the influence of Steve and I booking them in in 2016. So congratulations to those individuals. I know they're taking this very hard, um, believe me, it's all of us. And I, my thoughts and well wishes are with Joey Grunge at this time, who um, looked at Tracy like a father. Had worked with Tracy going back to 2008 or so, um, back in Decatur, Illinois, at Great American Wrestling, maybe even before then. Um, I know he's taken this really rough. So, yeah, um, yeah. 
If you can, get out to Bartonville, yeah. Illinois this weekend, 2 p.m., 7 p.m. bell time, uh, 10 bucks for both shows. Proceeds go for um, Tracy's now final expenses. So um, yeah. get out there and support that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the that's the other bad thing about, about the uh, situation that we're in right now living in a world with a pandemic. Tracy is not going to get the send off that he deserves. Tracy deserves an all star packed funeral. Hundreds of people. Because I know that there are hundreds of people whom Tracy has influenced over the years. Um, including including them in many ways myself. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and kind of get into this. Uh, I first uh, worked with Tracy back in uh, around 1985. Um, one of my friends, Jeff Cohen, who was a uh, part-time photographer for um, pro wrestling illustrated he had gotten into a partnership with one of the big names in Southern Wrestling Promotions, Southern Wrestling Promoting, Burt Prentice. And they, and they set up a, um, a promotion that ran out of the uh, Tyndall Armory in Indianapolis. <clears throat> it was called, appropriately enough, Championship Wrestling um, from Indiana. And so I worked there. Um, my first night um, was with Tracy on top with um, Rugged Rod Price, who at the time was, uh, was working for uh, Global, Joe Patasino down in Dallas. And I remember, I mean, we, we got, we got everything, we got everything started, um, at that, in that main event, I, I call the bell and Tracy starts, gives Rod a push. Uh, you know, he looks at, he's going, Oh, he's going, kayfabe these Mizarks. I push you, you push me. We lock up side headlock, take over head scissors, bail out. And boom, 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 and you know, it just and it just went and it just went from there. Um, oh, fun, fun time, fun times I had with Tracy down there, and that. Um, you know, unfortunately, the promotion didn't last very long. Um, but, um, you know, it's just. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a whole, it was a whole lot. It was a whole lot of fun at that, with that. And Tracy, Tracy was having himself, having himself a real blast doing this and that, um, you know, it was, you know, it was enjoyable. In fact, then, um, when, when we, uh, when we all got together for, uh, wrestle wars, and that 
um, Tracy and I were you know, talking about uh, Bert. That at that point he had he had gone through a cancer battle himself, and that wow, and you know had uh, had come had come through it, and everything. It's uh, it was it was definitely it was definitely quite the quite the thing. Um, so well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> why don't we? Why don't we do this? Um, let's go ahead. Let's take a breather. That way, I can get a hold of Joel and have him have him hopefully uh, on with us here uh, right around right around the top of the hour and that. Um, and so I'll go ahead and refresh my call. All right, that sounds that sounds good. Now. Um, <clears throat> playing this tonight it's we it's not a it's not an endorsement of the man's politics or anything like that this is just the music that Tracy used to come into and that um and yeah you know, came, came out I, as, came out as a rebel born a rebel died a rebel yep Yep. So here it is. Charlie Daniels Van South's gonna do it again. Tracy, this is for you, brother. Hey, he ain't good looking, but he sure can play. And there's 
Charlie Daniels, Tracy's theme song, The South's Gonna Do It Again. So Well mm. I, I I sure hope for Tracy's smoke for Tracy's sake and ours that they don't. Get out and vote, 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 <laughs> vote this Tuesday. This is a if you haven't already of, this is a public I won't, won't, because I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah, but you'd 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 vote not for Trump if you could. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I, I I mean, yeah. Biden. Yeah, he's has the, his he's fault the reason too. we can't. Biden's he's got the his fault we can't too. Come right. to Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah. He sure as hell can't come to Canada at all. No, not at all. No, 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 no. But 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 he has. Trump has lifted tariffs against us, saying, "Saying, oh, get this, we're no longer a threat to national security." All right, I our aluminum, okay. our aluminum is a threat. Our aluminum is a threat to national security, but we're not. What? Oh yeah, our aluminum right. is no well, longer a threat to national security. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, we're, right. we're we're yeah, we're we're not a threat to you anymore. <laughs> well, speaking of okay. somebody that could uh, be a threat, he's a threat to your girlfriend, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna let him introduce oh himself. My. Well, well, well. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring on the introduction in in, um, in honor of Tracy, man. I don't want to use the opportunity to put me over. I, I kind of just want to talk about Tracy and I, right. thank you guys for having me on. Um, yeah. man, Thanks for coming out. Joel, thank you. Thanks. I mean, the first guys, I want to I want to say this. I'm I Joel. I know you're gonna put Tracy over. I'm gonna put you over right off the bat, though. I call I called Joel yesterday and Joel didn't even Joel didn't even ask me what happened. He says to me he says to me, What time what time tomorrow? And I told him and oh. that was that was all that was all that needed to be said. Joel was Joel's right here for Tracy. Joel, thank you. Please go ahead, sir. Oh, yeah, no. man. I, you know, this one hurts. I mean, they, they all. I mean, not to say that it ever doesn't hurt, uh, but no, you're uh, right. 
This one stings but we're not, yeah, e- because... we're not even over Joe yet. We're not even over Joe yet. You know? Yeah, we haven't even begun to heal stings. from Joe. This one's rough because Tracy was always the guy that would come up to you and ask you how you were doing. And I, and I no, don't no. know that, that people did that as much or enough with him as they could have or they should have. But he was the guy, hey, man, how's your deal? How are you doing? And, and, and you tell him, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm doing good. Oh, glad you're here, man. Glad to see you on. Glad, are you busy? Yeah, I'm busy. Oh, good to hear that you're getting work, man. And, and just just like, I, I don't know, man. Just a, a giving yeah. tree, a learning tree. Um, yeah. I um I have to share really a story. Tough. I have to share a story of uh the last show that Steve and I had Tracy on, which was 2017 in Streeter, Illinois. While my mom was setting up the door, Tracy actually went up to her and asked her if she needed any help. He didn't know my mom, and that speaks to the character that Tracy had. He would take the time to sit with the promoter's mom who he didn't even know and make sure that she had all of her things lined up for the door and and the door could open on time. And I, I I can't even express enough the gratitude that I have and, and the knowledge that I have been able to learn by having a friendship with Tracy's mother. It's mind blowing. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, he, he was he was bottomless. You know what I mean? Like he was just he was always there. There was always he felt more to give. He, you know, sometimes you'll see somebody and they look like they have the weight of of the world on their shoulders, and even if they're a nice person, they're just in a bad moment. You never really he never exuded that. He never looked like he was put off. He never looked like he was put upon. He never looked like like he just always looked like wanted to give you the shirt off his back and then almost seemed like disappointed that there weren't three more shirts on his back to give. Like he was just loyal to a fault. He was always looking to help. He was always there with an idea. He was always looking to go above and beyond, like you said, helping people even if he didn't know them. He never, never once came across like better than anybody or like, you know, I'm a celebrity and I need to be treated a certain way. He was always down to earth, just the salt of the earth and just profound, man, profound. One time we were in the hotel, it was like Saturday afternoon leading up to the show, and we were just we were watching college football, and he would he, we were watching it, and he'd just be like football, and and you think like you think like, but, but then like after he's saying football, you watch and you can see how intently he's watching it, and he starts directing it and watching it from all angles, and he's coaching and he's a player and he just you see him like rocking in his seat and just glued to the game. And then in between football and then there being 10 or 15 minutes of game time where he's just riveted by the game, all of a sudden they go to commercial and he, he looks at you and it's not football this time. 
he looks at you, and here's his comment from the 10 or 15 minutes that he just watched. He goes like this, war, man, war, war. <laughs> and that's all he said for that commercial break was war, and then it was right back into the football. I will never forget it, man. He, he, he was just uh, – there's never going to be another Tracy Smothers, man. Uh, you know what? Before there were podcasts, there was Tracy Smothers. Every time you were in the room with him was a different episode. Not like in a I need to be on. Like not like in a performance artist like Andy Kaufman, like the camera's always on. Like not like in a Jim Carrey. Like not like that. Different, but at the same time, like every time he told you something, I don't even know if he intended it to be this way, but every time he told you something, it was a story. It was, it was him being interviewed. It was a story, and it was just, man, I, you know what? They broke the mold, and there's never going to be another Tracy Smothers. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He, um, Joel. We, we did a radio interview before our event here in 2017 with him, and the, the guy from the radio station, he goes, man, he says, I didn't want to interrupt the guy, but it was hard to keep him on track. He just goes and goes and goes. I was like, well. Just free for so, so last year, I, I, I was hanging out with him twice last year, not to cut you off. I, we were at Juggalos for ITP, and then like a month or so later, maybe later in the summer, we were in Alabama at like an indie show that had a little bit of a convention feel to it. And there was right. a Q&A, and we were all kind of sitting in the ring. And it was me, him, I think Scotty and Shane and just a bunch of the ECW, ECW guys. Man, uh-huh. he was telling all of the stories that I loved when he tells. And I, I pop bigger and bigger. And big. my favorite wrestling story is a Tracy Smothers story. My favorite story is he had to wrestle the bear. The yes. story got bigger yes. and better every time he told it. And he uh-huh. told it last year. And, and, and the gist of it is I'm going to murder it. Like, I'm going to do it no justice. I'm going to cut straight to the point. I'm going to murder it. You have to try. Okay. I don't know if murder you it. it on a podcast. You have to try to find Tracy telling this story because nobody else tells the story the way he does. But long story short, he has to wrestle a bear and like, um, you know, and the boys are ribbing him. They're slapping him on the ass with honey and like, you know, all the, all the, all the wrestling stuff that's going on is all the usual guy mm-hmm. wrestling a bear stuff, believe it or not. Right. Like that's usual anyway. And, uh, <laughs> and, and here's Tracy. And, and the best part of it is from the local news, they've got the interviewer. And they're talking about PETA, and they're talking about, you know, it is, you know, the safety and, you know, it's exploitation, and we're just worried for the bear. And Tracy was like, the bear? You're worried about the bear? I got to go in and run what, 800? And he was, he, he, was, he, he was flummoxed that he had to go in there and try to corral and try to, like, you know, like shepherding cats. He's got this 800-pound black bear that he has to somehow try to control and leave with his life intact. And he couldn't believe that people were there because they were worried about the bear and not him. And the way oh he tells the story it is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Yep. yep. I can hear oh, him now. God, yes. You're worried about the damn yeah, bear. You're worried it. about me. You're worried about the damn bear. Yeah. What about some bitch there and me? What about me? <laughs> I think I think it I think in the clips here somewhere 
Uh, we've got we've got that story. I'll just have to. What I'll do is for next week, guys. I'll listen. I'll listen again, and I'll and I'll uh, pull out the pull out the wrestling the bear story because yeah, I I you're right, Joel. I, I mean, I think, it's not. I it's think that story got, got bigger and bigger and bigger every time Tracy told it. Oh, and he didn't wrestle. Man. He didn't wrestle just one bear. He wrestled three bears. He wrestled, he told that story on this podcast or the one we did with the the yeah. radio station here to cover the show we were doing here, but he wrestled three pa- bears. It was uh, if you find it, if you find it, clip out the audio and please, if you can, send it to me. Because we'll do. That that would be the greatest gift ever. The greatest <laughs> gift ever would be if Tracy was still with us and I could hear that story one but three the story again. More times from, from you know straight from his mouth. But but I to have you know I'd love to have that file. <laughs> And just be able to hear that story again and again and again because man, that I I I, I was I would lose my. You worried about the bear? That damn bear's gonna kill me. Where's all the people that's worried about me? Crazy mother's son. And he was like, he, it, it was almost like a promo, like a baby face. It was the most unbelievable thing. How many people are worried about the bear? And ain't nobody worried about me. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> oh my. is like spot on because that's exactly how he sounded too. Yep. Dead on the dead on the <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm laughing so hard. Um yeah, I you know, I, I wanted I wanted to run on and I just wanted to come on real quick. I you know, I had just heard about five or ten minutes before you called me yesterday, I had just heard the news. And and I imagine mm. that that might be what you were calling about. So I you know, like you said, I just you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I, I kinda ran on here and just uh, because I think everybody in the wrestling industry that's ever met him, uh, within the sound of your voice, sh- should. You know, and anybody who can take a moment, you know, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on the next podcast they do, uh, whether it's, you know, what, whatever they can do to keep his memory alive and to keep paying yep. tribute to him because he helped so many people. There was a beautiful tweet that I read from Edge, just so many great tweets. Um, just really, you know, he, he was such a good guy. Like I say, you know, whenever somebody passes in the wrestling family, it's tough. But when I heard this, yep. it really, really stung because somebody like Tracy with what he gave and with what he had for all of his loved ones in the business, in the wrestling family, somebody like Tracy, you almost wish could live forever. And he's just been yeah. taken from us way too soon. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, right, you know, he had the he had the school here for a short period of time in Illinois, and all of these guys that he came in contact with that he had a hand in training here in Illinois are just beyond devastated that they've lost the mentor. Um, and I know he was like that for the ECW locker room too, but man, these are young guys that needed somebody like Tracy very bad, and, and for him to be gone now is is just purely devastating. Um, And, uh, you know, Joel, he he was just, you can never, unless you cross him, you could never, you would never find a day where you came across a Tracy Smothers in a grumpy bad mood. It just didn't happen. Yeah, he, he was, I don't know how, I don't know how he was able to keep a pleasant, 
disposition just he he, he was just always he was just always such a real person you know he was just always such a mm-hmm. you know words don't do it justice man i you know you, the only way look not to say that i knew him as well as a lot of other people did but the only way to to know tracy is not to hear about how great he was but to actually have spent time in his presence and for him to have become yeah. a friend to you and for him to, mm-hmm. you know, look after you and for him to show loyalty to you. And that's, like you said, you know, unless yep. you crossed him and unless he had reason otherwise, that's what he was like with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, <clears throat> Tracy and I, I mean, thank, thankfully because of Facebook, we were able to keep in touch, but prior to that, uh, uh, on the on the occasions that we did cross paths, you know, we we picked up just just like you know it had only been like a few days since we had seen each other and that and that's you know that's one of those that's one of those great things about Tracy is that you know, he you you always you always knew that once once he was your friend. He was always your friend, no matter what. Yeah. And uh, you know there was there was a time that Tracy, me, and Steve were at, we had words, but Tracy was still <laughs> supportive of us, and we were still supportive of him, and we made up before he died. Thank goodness. Very th- thankful for that. I wouldn't wish anybody um, ill will, and Tracy just man. I saw I saw one of the last pictures of him and it was just sad. It was just it was just totally sad to see a man that had I mean this is a guy that in Tennessee he was a superstar. He was a legend. A lot of shows that he worked down there, man, he drew a lot of money for. Um you know. And it's 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 very sad that this disease that we have unfortunately lost a lot of our brothers to has taken one of our other ones. And like I said, at the beginning of the program, over a hundred wrestling personalities gone this year. This is more than any time other time, any time in the history of wrestling over a hundred people gone so far this year. I'm hoping we don't lose very many more. I know that we'll probably lose a couple more before the end of the year. Um, and that will be sad too. But losing Tracy, losing Joe earlier this year really sucks. And then losing Tracy on top of it, it's a double whammy. That hurt uh, for us here. That really hurt. Um, I know Katie was very tore up. I was very tore up. Steve tore up. Joe tore up. I didn't speak. You know. I didn't speak. I didn't speak for what a day and a half. No. And I, I don't do that. Okay, um, anybody who knows me, and Joel knows too, I'm normally babbling with the, with the whole lot of you, but I, <laughs> I'm in too much shock, way too much shock. I, yeah. I, I just, I just yeah. can't. Uh, as I yeah. said at the beginning of the program, I was going to attend a benefit that was going to, the proceeds were going to Tracy this weekend, and I believe, I don't know if they're still well, going forward with it, I believe they are, but well, I can't bring those, myself those to fun- that that fundage is going to be needed for much more now, and you should bring yourself to go to it. And you should, be, I, I'm serious, you should go to it out of out of love, respect, and honor for Tracy. Um, there's a 
there's just uh, you know it's uh, it's it's very hard um, in this business to lose somebody that you get close to um, because look yeah. we we like to think that this is one big happy family but losing somebody like Tracy Tracy was a mentor to everybody it didn't matter who you were. If you got on Tracy Smothers' good side and he took an interest in you, he was somebody that was going to have your back no matter what, like Joel said. And um, his time with ECW, I know the time that Joel spent with him, learning from him in ECW and, you know, being able to just absorb from him like a sponge. That's all you had to do. You had to have your eyes open, your mouth shut, your ears open, and you learned something every time you had a conversation with that man. And that's what's missing with wrestling yeah. today is we don't have people like Tracy that can teach these young people right. the way the business should be. Exactly. Not exactly. not what it is today, hey, what it should be. Go ahead, Joel. You got you got have you got any FBI stories? FBI stories. Yeah. FBI, full blooded Italian. Oh, okay. All right, Joel, you still Cause there? Because here yeah. means fucking big. Yeah, yeah, yeah FBI okay. here means okay. fucking big Indian. So that's what yeah. FBI. Here. Yeah, no, no. I, I was wondering if we ha- if you had any what? FBI stories you could tell us, or female body inspector stories. What? Um, you said FBI. FBI. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, they were. Tracy was really, really integral with them. I, I guess you know the the rib with the FBI was that. With the exception of Guido, none of them were really Italian. And like, nobody had the right. time to tell Guido. And Guido just assumed that they were all as full-blooded Italian as he was. Um, but <laughs> stories with them, yeah, man, they were all kind of, you know, they they were cut from a similar, you know, Guido's the same kind of down-to-earth, you know, very friendly, kind of very loyal. But they were all kind of, you know, similar people, just with the exception of maybe their ethnicity and their, uh, you know, and, and, and where they're from and stuff like that. But, um Gosh, you know, to to go into stories uh, about you know individuals, you know, we'd be here all day. Um, but Tracy, I think, reveled in that gimmick. I think he had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, he, he he was just a major part of it, um, and I think um, brought a lot to it. Um, insofar as just being so wrestling smart as he was, and psychologically, just you know, just a lot of the heat and just a lot of the promos were so funny and um yeah it was mm-hmm. just that kind of fish out of water thing that kind of special one where like you know everybody understands that none of these people are really italian except for guido uh but on the road you know tracy and, and the fbi you know just kind of like most of the crew were just kind of you know looking out for each other and and just always just trying to you know just keep getting bigger and keep getting better and uh that's that's really all that i could say i guess um were you there yeah. for the incident that happened at One Night Stand? At One Night Stand, the first one? Uh, the one with Blue Meanie and JBL. Yes. Yeah, I was uh, that one. Did it surprise you that Tracy would go to bat for Blue Meanie that way? Doesn't surprise me. No, wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all. Because there's, you know, the oh, that's a that's a gang <laughs> mentality. No. That's the way it was. You you looked out for somebody that was going to mess with one of your own. 
and we talked before you came on about JBL being a bully, but you know, Tracy would have done that for anybody. I, I think he would have done that for anybody, whether it had been Blumini or some kid he was helping train along the way. Um, that's the kind of thing that you don't have with people these days is that kind of loyalty. Because when Tracy was loyal to a promoter, he was loyal to them through and through. Um, I'm going to tell the brief story, story about Joe. For you. Go I ahead, Joe. I got a story for you. This will, this yeah. will make up for me not having a specific FBI story, but this is about Tracy. <clears throat> I got a story for you. We were all outside the hotel. This guy comes around, and he's talking, oh, wrestling, fake, ba-ba. And he sees, of course, he's going to pick on the smallest person there. So he sees Fonzie. Oh, you're a wrestler? You're with these guys? You're a wrestler? I can out blah, 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 blah. The guy's three sheets to the wind, and now he's picking on Fonzie. Fonzie's out there with, like, two or three other guys, maybe three or four other guys. Just so happens one of them is Tracy. Just so happens one of them is me. And I Uh-oh. know that I can only do what I can do, which is essentially <clears throat> do what a heel wrestling manager would do. So I do it. And the guy attacks, and we wind up keeping him at bay. And we're keeping this guy from making the worst mistake of his life by trying to just get him, just control him and just, like, have him keep his hands to himself. Now, meanwhile, he's down, and he's now not on his feet anymore, and he's out. So what do I do? We had come out of the bar, and I had a drink. I don't know if it was a slow gin fizz. I don't know what it was. It was a mixed drink, and it was red. And this guy's wearing white. And as he's getting pummeled because he tried to take on the boys, and the boys are making sure that he stays out of his own way, I take the drink, and I pour it all over him. Now there's this vehicle nearby. I guess it's the guy's vehicle. Now Tracy decides he's going to put the guy in his own vehicle and then maybe close the door or whatever. So Tracy is inside, like, the cab of this van or the cab of this, I don't know, like the, just the kind of the driver and passenger seat in the front. And now that I've already spilled the drink on the guy, now we had one of our security guys, or it might have been hotel security who, like, was really tight with us. And the guy had, like, um, like a blackjack, like a baton, like a stick. So um, Tracy has the guy inside the car and is, like, going to town on the guy, teaching him why you don't bother people and, and just get in their, you know, face. And, oh, you guys are wrestlers. I could take you, this, that, and the other thing. So this guy's trying to bully Fonzie. Now Tracy's showing him what a bully is. And, and I, as Tracy's, like, beating on this guy, I've got the blackjack, and I'm banging on the windshield what I think is just hard enough to intimidate and scare the guy like the glass is going to shatter all over him. But at the same time, I don't want the glass to shatter and break on Tracy. So I'm banging on the guy's windshield with the stick. And, and that was my contribution, spilling a drink on the guy and banging on the windshield. But Tracy was the one who really, really went to bat and stood up physically for Fonzie. And when you talked about, you know, with Meanie, it, it oh, just reminded me of that time that Fonzie needed somebody there for him. And it just so happened that at that moment, Tracy was his angel. And I guess the guy, you know, I, he, he didn't think from looking at Tracy, and he should have. If he would have known who Tracy was, he would have. But he didn't think from looking at Tracy that he shouldn't have gone and, and, and gotten Fonzie's face, so he did. I guess because Tracy was kind of just being chill, hands in his pockets, laid back, and just having some fun until he realized, you know, hands-on, 
you know, that Tracy was the wrong person to mess with. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, um, and you know, Tracy, you know, another one that's, uh, Unfortunately gone, but uh, Tracy had some great matches with was Chris Candido, and you know you think of the you think of Tracy being chill and the the prankster that Candido was. Those two in heaven are going to be hilarious. So <laughs> I mean, it's it's really um, Tracy did Steve and I a favor in 2017. I had. Um, had somebody that had put me into contact with Bob Orton and the figures didn't line up to what they were supposed to be. And Bob had another engagement that came up and Tracy found out about it. And he said, Hey, I'll come up. And I'm like, well, you know, this is, this is kind of what I'm looking to do. And he says, no, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. Tracy, I, I, I might not be able to afford you in my budget. Oh, don't worry about that. But I worry about that kind of thing. No, don't worry about it, kid. I got it. And for him to do that on a benefit show of Steve and I's was just utterly amazing. The fans uh, were very appreciative of him. Um, and it, I, I, I really am thankful that he was able to have an influence on the guy's life that um, he came into contact with on that event. And that trained under him. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, the debt of gratitude that Steve and I owe him for saving us on that event will never be able to repay. But thank you again, Tracy Smothers. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to really miss you because you were somebody that always gave sound advice. And one of Tracy's famous uh, sayings, and I'm sure, Joel, over the years you've heard him say this, watch the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But you know, it's you know, I mean, this is this is the thing and you know, you see this right now and you're listening to this. Tracy Smothers touched all of us in a special and unique way and it's something that obviously I know each one of us in our own way is always going to treasure for our lives that we were able to call Tracy Smothers a friend, got to spend time with him, got to work with him, and got to and got to know him. And that's just, I mean, <clears throat> that's just something that is one of those one of those amazing unique parts of the human experience that you oh you can't you can't you can't replicate with everybody that was i mean and i'm i'm getting i'm getting lost for words here this is you know i mean yeah. that, it it uh, tells you right there how much, like, how much this has really yeah. got me. I mean, normally, I mean, even when, when Joe passed and others have passed, I, I've spoken more. And I, ju- I just can't. I can't. Because, like I said earlier, we went from 
getting positive posts almost almost weekly to daily from Tracy saying, don't worry, I'm still fighting, I'm still here, stand by me, fight with me, pray for me, I love you all. And then the doctors say, the outcome's looking good, I made it through surgery, everything's fine, I'm going to... I'm getting, just have to get stronger in order to do the chemo. It reminds me of my aunt. My aunt Janet had breast and liver cancer, okay, and could not have the liver transplant because she was going through chemo for breast cancer. And around the same age. And she, she may not have been a wrestler, but that woman was a fighter. And you didn't want to piss her off. And just like Tracy, always there with an ear, always asking how you were, especially when she was in her in her last year of her life. It was always, how are you? How are you doing? Is everything going good? Is there anything I can do for you? Never saying, never, my aunt never saying to me, Katie did? I'm dying. <clears throat> Not once. Not once. So to be honest, yeah, like I said, my aunt, my aunt, my aunt Janet, she's not Tracy. She's not a wrestler, but she loved and she cared like him. And her battle was fought just like his and was optimistic just like his. Yeah. So I, 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 I have nothing, folks. For the first uh, time in seven years, I have nothing. Joel, uh, don't want to cut you off, Katie. Joel, I know your time is limited. Fine. Is there anything else that you uh, want to say or address about Tracy before um, we let you go here, man? Because I know you got other projects you got to get to tonight. Uh, you know, I would say just tomorrow or over the weekend or, or, or next week or for the rest of your life, you know, help somebody out. And when you yep. help somebody out, think about Tracy, well, who, who always helped people out, um, who was always well, there to lend a helping hand, well, and yeah. just be kind to people. You know, Tracy was just well, Uncle Joel, and that's what I do. <laughs> Uncle Joel, um, this this weekend, um, as it is Halloween, but um, you didn't know this, but I, I do street patrol for street people. And it's been a little harder during COVID, but we've managed to do two events, and we have one coming up. And that's all I'll be thinking is, is you know what, Tracy's looking down, smiling, as I do what he would do for others before myself. Oh, yeah. God, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, it does, Katie. It does. Joel, thank you so much, you, my friend. Uh, thank really, you guys for having me. Yeah, we me. love you, man. Love thank you, Uncle Joel. Hey. Rest in peace, Tracy. God bless Rest you. Rest in peace, Tracy. And Joel, hopefully yeah. the next time we speak, it'll be under better pretenses, my friend. <clears throat> thank you. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a good night, yeah. Joel. Thank you Take very much folks. again. With that, All boys, right. well, oh. if, you, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to take a strong break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Here we go. Thank you. Beat me to it. <laughs> For you. Some mother tell you things. Love, love, when I'm gone. Who you talking to? 
telling you I'm the one. It's a great mistake. I'm wide awake. Driving straight out. Weather man with the fingers It pokes it out, it pulls it in, it down now. It's the same mistake. It's been a long time running. It's been a Against my friends, and you'll get left out in the car. Same mistake.
we are going to um, play something else because of what Joel said, what Katie said. Um, I want to play this because Tracy was a man that you could be proud of. You could be proud of the things that he did. And I'm proud that I was able to have him on one of my events because you don't understand people. This this is one of these things where he was one of the most selfless men you would ever meet in your life. And I've only met a very few of those type of people in my life. The other one um, that was very much like this was Jerry Lynn. And I know Jerry Lynn got that spirit from his relationship with Tracy's mother. So I want to play this. Do something tomorrow, tonight, before you go to bed. This weekend, we, um, we're living in a world right now where Thanksgiving is coming, but we have been told that it's probably not a good idea to have very many family gatherings. So make sure the people around you know that you love them and always do something to make somebody else proud.
All right, and we are back, and I want to give everybody a reminder. Vote, vote, vote. If you are in the USA this Tuesday, please make your voice heard. Um, We need it now more than ever. Um, But I love that song. That is called Proud by Heather Smalls, and um, very fitting tune for the kind of person that Tracy was. He would go above and beyond to do something like that, and the work that Katie is doing – um, is something to be proud of and the work that Steve and I have done with benefit events and giving back to our communities. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrestling just, is more just, than just tomorrow. If I, if I hold out an apple, don't accept it. It's Halloween. Never trust an apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so we are going to talk now about hell in a cell and, uh, some of the great stuff that has come out over the weekend. The number one thing I want to go to right now, breaking news, there was a gentleman in the backyard that broke his leg. Oh, and I've God, showed yeah. you guys the oh. video. I have shown yeah, you. I'm not, looking, I'm not looking at it again, okay? I've seen it, I've seen it twice. I showed it to Darren. We both looked at it, it too. And, and, and that's, that's as bad as Sid Vicious. But that's yes. double. Yeah. Yeah, Sid Vicious, I'm reminded of Joe Theismann when his career ended on a Monday night football game. Oh God. Oh I I, I pick oh, I picture that one I picture that one in my cringe, mind right now. Double, the, triple the cringe. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, very much so. Oh God. Oh, yeah, and this, vomit worthy. You know, <coughs> right. You know, and that's and this is you know, I'm sorry. Don't be doing this backyard crap. Exactly. I, and okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm only touching on this just because. How many wrestlers have done this back, backyard crap and have reached heights such as WWE Impact uh, and and other places as such? Okay, think trampoline yeah, wrestling, the herdies. Okay, but still, that not on not on this course. From the looks of things that Sean and I discussed earlier this week and when it was first brought to our chat, that awful video, the man was not trained properly. Yes, and that's what it boils down to. Um, if you were um, – look, everybody's got the – everybody wants to wrestle around in their bedroom and wrestle around in their backyard and all of that with their brothers and sisters. We understand that. What we're getting at is people that want to call themselves wrestlers – that want to continue to wrestle in a backyard that have no desire to ever leave the backyard. Um, those are who we have a problem with. This good point. Kid, good point. Good point. This kid now has a GoFundMe for his broken leg. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I will and, not give. And, I'm sorry. And I will not supported it. Joey Janela has supported it. I don't Thank agree you. with that. Um, I'm sorry if you want to go play wrestler and and. You don't know what you're doing and step foot in a wrestling ring and is uninsured. Um, you know, then no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for you to get your leg fixed, dude. I'm sorry, um, uh, yeah. that may be cold. Yeah. That may be I cold. I feel sorry but... for the kid. I, I do feel sorry for the kid. I'm not gonna say I don't, but he knew what he was getting into when he climbed that rope and did what he did. He knew what he was getting into by even going to that event that day. He knew what he was getting into training with this whole lot of people that weren't training him properly. He knew. I, 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 
I, I, can't, I, of, I can't give money. I got nothing, but still. I am proud of your debate on this. Um, that's a very good topic of conversation. I'm I not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going dis- to I'm, I'm not going to disagree or, or agree. I mean, I I don't choose not to disagree with you or agree with you. It's just, I mean, it, it's a sad, sad situation. It's 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 a paradox. Do you help and look like a fucking idiot for support for supporting backyard cottage, no no training wrestling, or do you look like a sweetheart and say, hey, the kid fucked up, let's help him out. Like it it's it's a, I mean like his his career is probably over. <laughs> okay. His, you his were talking career. you were talking about you were saying amputation earlier this week. Um, like. Oh my God! And they say don't do this at home. Don't do it at home, or anybody that, else that at is, home. That would okay. be the prime example of that. Um, now the other thing that we have to talk about, and we don't go politics here, but we have found no, out that there's been quite a few. There, we have found out that there's been quite a few wrestlers that have given to Trump's campaign. Um, one of them being the mm-hmm. Undertaker, the other one being Chris Jericho. Um, Jericho, you you're a Canadian, you asshole. <laughs> vote, no man. So yeah. what is he gonna do? Is he gonna vote? No. He's gonna vote for Trump, and he's gonna try and get mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau, Mister. I think going blackface three, three times in my life is okay. Like, um, what? What? Trump uh, gave three. Uh, Jericho he, gave three thousand dollars to Trump. Yeah, sure. Justin's not getting back in, but that's the point. But the game, how much did you mother chucker? That could have gone somewhere that it could have been used a lot better. Yeah. Like homeless. Payment vets. Adam Page donated to Bernie Sanders. That's. I don't know why that's wrong, but I'm sure you'll tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. That's. That's that's a step that's a step up. Okay, it's a step up, but okay, but I mean, but but now now you got to now you got to decide who the lesser two evils is. You got Trump, and I don't have to explain none of that. And then you got Biden, who like who likes to smell kids' hair and and touch them. And no, now that apparently, was you know, that's not, a, and and and, that's and then a whole, and then that's a whole different yeah. thing. At least yeah, but then you got his son, full of naked teenagers. Of course. But and then you have his son who's, who's a crackhead, a crackhead, and now porn has been found on on his hard drive. They get child porn. No, now, no, um, no. Yeah, I just true. just read it. Darren just Darren just showed no, me the clipping, no, and it's no. in the newspaper. It is not true. It is not true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you're gonna, it's you're what gonna I'm hearing. So no, let, let there are two evils. Which do you go for? What, That's all what, I'm saying. But here's, here's what it all goes down to. Okay, this is a story that you have to believe. In order to believe the whole Hunter Biden thing, <laughs> what the fuck you have do I to, have believe, to believe now? What? You have to believe that Hunter Biden, who lives in California, flew with a broken laptop to Delaware, drove drove to run by a blind well, guy. Dumb. That's just dumb. run by a blind guy. Who, char- who only charges $75 to fix the computer, and yet the blind guy saw the emails and saw the pictures. Uh, yeah. Yep, Excuse me, bitch! Pure, pure exactly. Russian propaganda. 
So oh, we're gonna right. we're gonna drop so somebody's somebody's that, propaganda. We're we're gonna That's drop this. In, we're we're gonna drop this right now. Just remember to get out yeah. and vote. We don't care who you vote for. Vote, vote, vote. Make your voice heard. That's the main uh, gist of right. this. And yeah. uh, yeah. Helen, wear your mask and recycle. See if you don't vote. Yes, yeah. wear your damn mask. Wear your damn mask. COVID is on the spike here in the U.S. Here, mostly everywhere else, but definitely here in the U.S. Here in Illinois. I know the region that Steve yeah. lives in and the region that I live in are seeing increases. Um, I wear yeah, my damn we're mask. Seeing, we're seeing large increases. I wear my yeah. damn mask. Yep. I wash my damn hands. Uh, you can't sanitize your damn hands. hands. Yep. You know, um, I have been, 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 been out of the house in over, in over, in over a week now. Oh, oh you scarred. Thank God for W+. From Walmart, you be scarred, aren't you? You're totally scarred. I. Uh, How do you think I friggin' feel? I gotta go out with people where there's people tomorrow, lots of them. I know. You're scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Mama, help me. Oh Lord. All right. Well, um, want to give you a reminder to call in now at two one three nine four three three seven one nine two one three nine four three three seven one nine. We're going to roll into the after party. We're going to talk about Hell in a Cell. We're going to talk about Raw, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory. Uh, Somebody got shot. Yeah, somebody got shot. Yeah. Who shot Johnny Bravo? Yeah. The the virginal Johnny Bravo. It was, it was almost God, like he was calling for a soccer goal, you know. Like, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, or or uh, or Captain Kirk. Come! But getting back, getting <laughs> yeah, back thank to you, this, thank you. Getting back to this guy getting supported on uh, GoFundMe. If you support this and support that kind of style of wrestling and support people like Superhuman that want to do stupid stunts because they want to be wrestlers but they don't want to spend the money to go get trained. Guess what? Thank you. Fuck you. Bye-bye. You are an idiot. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jim. There you go. Uh, but, well, call, call me Jim Cornette Jr. for the night. I had to steal his line, but you can go get screwed yeah. three ways from Sunday because I don't support backyard yep. wrestling. I never have, even though we have used people that have been, yes, I understand it. We've gone through my history and the history of my booking. We get that. However, as a general consensus, I learned a long time ago that when you're going to turn a professional, you leave the backyard behind you, far behind you, and you never go back. Um, Don't look difference. at it. Don't that's even look the at difference. it. That's the difference. Um, so we start things off with Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory, we've got new champions all over the place, almost yeah. all over right? the board. Oh, my gosh. What a night. This this was actually a really good, a really good show. I was, you know, I was, I was very, I was very pleased how, how that, how that whole event went. Yeah. I didn't hear any complaints at all from either of you. It was great. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed what I saw of it. I didn't see it in its entirety, um, but I enjoyed what I saw of it and, I think that they're making some steps in the right direction. The breaking news we have out of Impact Wrestling right now is 
It is rumored right now that Kylie Ray has already made her departure from Impact Wrestling. Really? From injury to bye-bye? Yes. But I will say uh, Sue Young looks amazing. She does look amazing. I love her new makeup. She looks great. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking yeah. of makeup um, and wrestlers that look like that, we have to give you the current AEW news. Abaddon suffered okay. a serious injury last week during the tapings of AEW and she is said to be okay but she's going to be out indefinitely um, this is not a gimmick this is not a you know a work of any kind yeah. this is legitimate they stopped the match and did not air it and who was yeah. this again nobody Abaddon. me out oh, <gasps> oh the one that I say is too much like Rosemary yes yeah what what happened? She landed on her neck. That's all we know. It was bad. It was bad. They stopped the match. They didn't air it. They didn't. Oh, my yeah. shit. That's what my friend sent me. Okay. I didn't look at it. It's, it's, it, yep. it, was, it, was, it was very bad and could have been very much worse. And let this be a lesson. You have great trainers down in AEW. You have Jerry Lynn. You have Arn Anderson. You have Dustin Rhodes. You have QT Marshall. You have a lot of other people down there that know what the hell they are doing. If you are bringing people in that do not exactly. Thank you. I didn't have to go on a 20 minute spiel about it. Katie hit the hammer out. Hammer. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. You know what I meant. (laughs) I hit the nail on the head. (laughs) And now I'm. yeah, and now I'm doing Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> oh, my. I don't see blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, um, that's the thing. You've got great trainers there. Use them, because if you don't, stuff like this is bound to happen. Um, oh, right. So getting back to Bound for Glory, we had a lot of title changes. We had a lot of different stuff. Uh, it looks like Heath Slater and Rhino are going to be out. Um Going are going to be what? Thing. Out. What do you mean? They fought so hard to get in. No. They lost. John. No, okay. they didn't. Rhino they did won. Not. Rhino, Rhino won. Heath got tossed out. Rhino yeah. won. They, and he, and was, Heath, signs well, his, Heath signs his contract um, this coming Tuesday night. But he thinks he's going to be yeah. getting the, hundred, the millions of dollars that he wants, and you know he's not going to. Right. Right. Well, and here's the thing. This, this, this was a uh, this was an on the fly change on the finish. Originally, Heath was scheduled to win, but he got hurt during during the course that... of the match. Um, and so, yeah, yeah so I that's thought, why. I thought he was so faking. Why, uh, no, no, that's why they that's why they uh, had to go ahead and. Uh, have and have him and uh, um, James Storm eliminated to uh, do that. Speaking of which, James Storm came back. Sorry oh, about was... your damn luck. Yep, it was so good to see the cowboy again. Ah, I have missed that guy. Um, then then I... you had the Mooseys three. That was that was that was rugged. It was a it was a good it was a good setup. Um, 
And, of course, uh, Eddie Edwards and uh, <clears throat> the newest Impact Hall of Fame member, Ken Shamrock. Um, nice, nice match there. Um, then when you then you get your first uh, title change, um, Josh Alexander taking uh, Alex Shelley out, and so Chris Saban goes to, goes it on his own. Um, so the North wind up uh, winning the tag team titles. Yes. Then you, you know, and then you've got then you got the. Um, the whole uh, Deanna Peraza thing where she an open challenge and boom out comes the undead bride oh that was beautiful oh god yeah it was nice you can tell Rosemary was working with her that and hold on that entrance the way she crawled in that's that's textbook Rosemary yeah, if you yep. know your Rosemary, yep. I mean, and the way she's looking, the way she's moving, the way I mean, and the way she's walking, I mean, her her moves are changed up. Her makeup is different. I love her makeup now. No longer does she look like a milky uh, a Malkabuki theater artist. She looks incredible. So I yeah. think Rosemary yeah. had something to do with that too. Rosemary had something right. to do with that too. But yeah, and you, I already knew that because guess, well, I spoke with my Rosemary about it. So there. All right. <laughs> to catch the rest of this live, you got a half a minute to call in. 213-943-3719. 213-943-3719. If you don't, you're going to have to wait for the replay. Um, yep. And then, Charlie. And then EY loses the title to Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Oh, goodness, was that a match and a half? That was, that was well My done. brother asked me Very... why Rich Swan is the new Impact Wrestling Heavyweight <clears throat> Champion or whatever it is, and I said simply because there are people that believe that he is a talent, that he was not given a fair shake other places, and hopefully we will see that. Um, I have been a Rich Swan fan for a while. However, you know, with the things that happened with him, it was, it was kind of hard for him to shake, but he is shaking it off, as Taylor Swift was saying. Shake it off. Shake it off. Oh, hoo-hoo. Oh, the God. Is gonna hate, hate, oh hate, Lordy. Hate. Oh, God. But I'm just going to oh, shake, 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 shake. Yeah, what have we created, right? Shake it off. Shake it yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. His fault. All right. So, 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 we, so we go through that, and then we get into Sunday. Bloody Sunday, uh, hell in a cell. Hell, Sunday, hell, bloody hell. Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Good YouTube um, song. It was a great, yeah. it was now, a great pay per view. However, I am gonna say I believe there were too many hell in cell matches. Um, I believe that having three on one card was a little much. Um, and I'm not trying to be a major critic when I say that. I'm saying that because by the time you got to the one with Drew and Orton, what was there left for them to do? No wonder why they climbed on the top of a damn thing. I'll leave it at that. Well, that's well, you, you, I mean, that's become a that's become a standard part of uh, of the 
of the Hell in a Cell match. At some point, somebody's got to climb up, and then they got to fight, and somebody has to fall off of it, and that. But the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match. Well, oh. if you if if you knew the story behind what was happening in real life behind the scenes for the family. Um, the day before, they actually buried um, Jimmy and Jay's grandfather, Rikishi's father, the actual high chief of the tribe, Sulafa Fatu. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, was, uh, he was buried. Rikishi? Rikishi? He was, no. Rikishi, okay. Rikishi's, Rikishi's dad. Dad. Okay. And, and I mean, and this was, I mean, full out traditional funeral. They had, they had the uh, cloth over the, of over course. the casket. Um, the grandchildren walked from the service to the cemetery, carrying him on their shoulders. Oh my lord! And this is the most. That's, that's tradition. This, yeah. yeah, the grandchildren carry carry the grandfather to the, to his final resting place, no matter the distance. So it's an arduous I mean, distance, is, you know, and it's usually Jimmy, an arduous Jimmy, distance. Yeah, Jimmy and Jay's grandfather, Roman's Roman's uncle. Oh, um. So. So there, so there was a lot of there was a lot of family emotion in there that went through That's in this bad. match. And as I told you guys, I sat there for the last two minutes of that match with my hand covering my open mouth because yeah. there was just such drama in that. And I mean, you know, I was actually yeah. I was actually glad that they went from there to. Elias against Jeff Hardy, um, because I needed I needed yeah. something. Especially the end gonna, of that match, that how, yeah. Bring back, bring bring me back down, and that. But I mean, to see Alpha, Alpha, Alpha is about the size of my thigh. Now you know. Yeah. It's it's hard. Yeah. That was hard to see. You know, and <clears> he yeah, looked, I know. okay. Um, okay, uh, the only okay, and maybe Steve and hockey fans will only get it. Um, let's remember the Winter Classic. The last time Gordy Howe was on ice, it was outside, and he went out to to drop the puck. Remember, he thought he was there to play. Okay, mm-hmm. and he got confused, and they had to lead him away. They're looking at Alpha, he's looking around. Yeah, he's appreciate he's appreciating the Thunderdome and everything, but it was almost like, did he know where he was? I think he did. I think he did. Because they didn't show them come down. They didn't show him assisted. They didn't show him being held up by anybody. You know. No, no, no. I mean, you know, they're. I mean, they're. They're in their seventies and that. You know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, but But yeah, he was never that small. He was never that small. Yeah. Exactly. Obviously. Yeah. Off is not the size that he. Was in his in his heyday as a wrestler, but still no. Um, yeah, but that then hurt me. That hurt. who would have I expected Tucker no. turning on Otis and helping How Miz win yeah. the Money in the Bank thing? Which okay, 
Now, you want to know why that happened? Because Vince why? is going. Vince is going. I, I want hate something that. changed up. Change something up. Give this, yeah. give this a briefcase. I mean, That's like, all shit, it was. You saw the, in the court case, they didn't even show it, that part of the court case where they're showing the video packages. In the court case, they um, JBL was brought a nice big case of money, and that's the only reason why it yeah. was fun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, just reminded uh, me and of, it just reminded me of, 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 it reminded me of a Mad TV sketch that was done with Will Sasso, you know, and, and Bret Hart is what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <clears throat> and then, and then Sasha, Sasha Banks wins the SmackDown Women's Championship from Bailey. Um, boy, that one that one spot that uh, she took uh, coming off and uh, hitting the hitting the ladders on her legs. Oh Lord, that scared the crap out of me. I thought, oh God, she 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 snapped a leg. She had to have snapped a leg, but yeah. she didn't. Yeah. You know, thank goodness. And then, and then, in the embarrassment of the night, Bobby Lashley takes takes out paper plate face. Paper plate face. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking sla- slap nuts. Yeah, yeah, slap nuts, <laughs> or whatever we want to call him this week. That's what we've been that. calling him, slap nuts. Slap yep. nuts. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I mean, and Double J, Double J was there, so you know, little shucky ducky quack quack and slap nuts going it, on right there. That was great. It yeah, it 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 fit. It fit at least for that night. <clears throat> and then of course, yep. uh, Randy Orton. Um, oh my God. Beats McIntyre to. I'm, I don't get even want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> I mean, you yo, know, you knew it was coming. Still didn't, still didn't make, still didn't make it where where you wanted it to happen or should have happened, I think. And that, so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yep. Yep. So that, so, yeah. All right. So that was uh, the, that was yeah. hell on a cell. Yeah. But I mean, like, okay, okay. Don't you you, you missed Billy and Sasha. I know I didn't. Okay. I talked about that right. spot Sasha did in Sorry. the ladder where I thought she snapped her yeah. legs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that that was a match and a half right there. And I mean, now I I, I hate saying this, because, but because I've had to say it before, where it between Sasha and Charlotte, is it going to be hot potato with the, with the belt between Sasha and Bailey, or are other people actually going to get a chance instead of the best friends? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to wait and see. And that's and another see. thing. You can, Drew, Drew and Drew and uh, Drew and Orton can. They can kind of. I guess they should. You know, there's going to be a rematch, of course. But the feud should still go on a oh. little bit. I mean, I've never liked the Legend Killer, but we all know this. Yeah. Right. And right. And 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 Orton gets everything, you know, because this, that, and the other thing, and we know why. And it's just. Must be nice riding Uh-oh. a big dog dong, and not and and yeah. and getting everything you want. Oh, Fourteen time God. title holder, you know, like he also isn't he, and and 
didn't he become a Grand Slam champion as well that night? Orton? No, he'd already, he's already yeah, had no, all somebody of them. Somebody else did. Somebody else did. Oh, yeah, Sasha did, I think. Right. Somebody right. did. Yeah, somebody did. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, Sean, you're going to hate this. Guess who Guess who else donated a couple of grand to that uh, to that uh, backyard goof? Think. Go ahead. Sean. Sean, where are you, you bugger? This is your story. You Sean. Dink, I'm going to hurt you. Sean, you dink. Sean, oh, I just messed where are you? He better not be. Where the hell did you go, Slapnuts? <laughs> you no show tune liking mother chucker. Get in here. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Yo, you better get here before we start singing show him. tunes. Oh, we're while gonna we, sing show while tunes. We wait for him. I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about a little bit about. Uh, um, I'm here. Somebody from. Uh, there okay, is, yeah. you're here. Okay, good. Yeah. Guess who? Yeah. Guess who else yeah. donated money to that to that uh, backyard goof? Do I want to know? Yeah, you do. Who? Chris Jericho. <laughs> he donated two grand. Two grand you see, there's so many schools that this kid could have gone to, and he probably could have worked off his training by yep. doing other things if he wasn't able to play, pay properly. We all know this. And there's how many training schools, and there's also how many wrestlers that are willing to train. Well, you know what they're going to you know what they're gonna call him? They're going to call him Stanky Leg. That's going to be his gimmick. Do the Stanky Leg. No. He ain't going to have his leg. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna be a legless. Yeah. He's gonna be a legless wonder. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. The one-legged, yeah, the one-legged wonder. No, he'll be like I'm the here. amputee that was on uh, All Out or All In or one of the pay-per-views, one of the first. Oh yeah, that was actually good. <laughs> but yeah, um, WWE used to have a one-legged wonder, didn't they? Yeah, Zach Allen. Thank you. Zach Allen. Um, I knew my memory. I knew my memory worked once in a while. So there, there is also other news that we've got to get to um, here tonight. There's so much of it that we are just oozing with news of wrestling out of our orifices um, and our pores. Orifices. Orifices and pores, and. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, he had to start, didn't he? Orifices. He did. Anyways. He did. There's, there's stuff pouring out of our orifices and pores. Matt Riddle's okay. name oh, has changed. Matt Riddle's new name is the Riddler. The Riddler? Bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just gonna be Riddle. <laughs> Bruh. He's lost, be a he's lost Bruh. his map. He's lost his map. <laughs> and we see and we see how well and we see how well losing a name has worked for so many people over there. Like Sorry Black Ali. Um all of a sudden. Let's see here. 
Who? Oh well, God, I can't. Yo, I, oh I God, can't even. I can't think of. Um, Rusev. Uh oh. No. You're making me sneeze I mean, with every little thing. I'm sneezing here. Oh my God. She's every little thing. Every little, every little word that comes out of our mouth. All right. Oh, well, dear our friend. God. Get this, our guys. <laughs> During the WWE investors' earnings call, it was announced that a multi part documentary about Vince McMahon is coming to Netflix. Yes, I saw that. This was announced by WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan, who said it would be one of the, quote, highest budgeted documentaries in Netflix history. Um, Bill Simmons, who was also involved with HBO's documentary on Andre the Giant, which was a good one, you got to admit, will be involved with this upcoming documentary. It's unknown what parts of McMahon's life the documentary will cover at, at this moment. Well, hey, we got to talk about the genetic jackhammer. Well, um, we were talking about Trump earlier. Mick Foley has lost 50,000 followers for criticizing Donald Trump. Oh, guess Trump followers don't like it when someone tells you. <laughs> Have a nice day. That would have been my response to each and every one of them. And you know what? It's probably and you know what? It probably was. <laughs> and, I mean, my stepfather. Oh yeah, my stepfather. You can sit there and, and call him every name in the book and whatever else, and he'll just he'll just smile at you and say, "And you have a nice day too." <laughs> <laughs> have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Damn right, just, Mick. Just smile and wave, <laughs> honey. Just smile and wave. <laughs> Um, oh man WWE is reportedly Leaving the Amway Center soon um, We don't know where they're going But uh, oh boy Yeah supposedly oh The 20th of November Is um, Until November they'll be gone is, is, there, is, the, is the end of their uh, Lease with the Amway Center So be gone in November. They'll be gone in November. Please tell my baby they'll be gone in November. Sorry. Um, NXT has beat AEW in the ratings with last night's Halloween Havoc event. Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely a first. And, and, hold on, uh, Halloween Havoc got beat out. I was no, going they between. beat. No. They beat AEW. Do you see what Shotzi was wearing? She had three outfits. Well, I saw the devil one. She the had a red leather devil outfit. What was the other? What else did she wear? I missed that. She had a black one. She had the devil one, and she had like an alien one. Okay. Well, what was the black one, smartass? Well, hold on. Let me get the pictures. Yeah, go get the picture. <laughs> I love Shotzi. I've met Shotzi. Shotzi's awesome. I'm surprised she didn't dress as Tank Girl for one of them, to be honest, because that is her persona. Well, look at the helmet. Come on now. I don't know if it's because, well, I, yeah. asked, I asked her point blank. I asked her point blank. She said, yes. <laughs> and then we talked about Tank Girl for about 20 minutes. <laughs> she is. She's, re- she's a real sweetheart. And I'm glad to see that 
they're at least giving her something to do in NXT. You know. I just don't want them to ruin her. That's all. I love that girl. Those were all three yeah. of her outfits last night. I think one was Madonna. Pretty sure one was um, Madonna. Okay. All right. I get to see all the outfits. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. One of them, she's she's all it's it's a full it's a full body onesie and it's and it looks like it's it looks like it's um made out of a a pleather. And this other one, yeah, she's kind of an alien fairy princess do flicky thingy. And then you got her in the devil costume. I like her in the black. Pretty damn hot. Yeah. Well Yeah, well I love now, I love there, I love her anyways was, and we all know that. Yeah. Well now there was um there was um one person who was supposed to be on on the uh um on Halloween Havoc last night but was not I, there. Yeah. I just posted a really cool uh, picture of Saki. The role, Sorry. The role was the role was filled by somebody else. But they uh-huh. didn't but they didn't pull um uh, the uh, the person who was under the scream mask, well, the person who was supposed to be yeah. under scream mask, I was didn't supposed have to be. Okay, that was supposed <laughs> to be Indy Hartwell. Why do I know that name? But um, well-known independent women's wrestler now under contract. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, she was forced to quarantine because mm. she was exposed. Now I they did not. Um, they did not um, unmask the person, so it can still it can still wind up being a black scorpion thing, and have it wind up being Indy Hartwell, and that. <laughs> Absolutely. Then we had Oh Raw. my God. You guys what do you oh my you're, God. You're gonna wait till you hear this. Um pull, okay. I we're gonna it's got we gotta talk about it. Politico released a list of Trump campaign committee members oh celebrity God. supporter recruitment list. Two hundred and seventy four celebrities made the list. Under Ronda oh Rousey's name, it was noted she supported Bernie Sanders in 2016, and she was also arrested during a WWE event in 2019. Why? You you don't remember? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, well, she she kicked out the back window and everything. Yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah, I remember. Right. I remember. That was fucking right. epic. Trump I love that. People, that was great. Trump people. Trump's people posted that as real. Oh my god! Do people don't oh, know satire when you see it. You don't know satire. They don't know acting. Oh my god! They don't know acting. They don't know a, a, a skit, which is hilarious. They don't know what. Okay. Trump was you, you involved don't know what, oh, uh, in total, total freaking work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Trump shaved his head, Mother Truckers, right on air, live on air. Yeah, because you knew, well, you don't have to shave him, just remove his toupee and now, yeah. So. Well, no, he's no, Remember? he's bald. He's yeah, he's got less hair Trump, now. Do you notice he's sporting Trump a different hairdo? It's not as big. It takes, it takes an hour and forty-five minutes to cover that bald, big top of his head bald spot. Yeah, and I bet, I bet, I bet it takes takes what a thousand thousand dollars a week to feed it to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. No, no, I think I think that's. I and your little I think it's not, too. I think it's nine ninety nine. A week or so ago, about 10 days or so ago on Twitter. I haven't wrestled since May 27th. Wow. Who? Ha- who? Yeah. Say it again. Chelsea Green. I was still on. Thank you. I thought you said Chelsea Green. I was still on the Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> and it's great. Chelsea. Green. Sorry. Sorry. That's my brain. Oh, my God. Yes. Or Mrs. Or Mrs. Matt Cardona. Okay. Chelsea. Cardona. Cardona. She's yeah. engaged to Matt Cardona, but yeah, we still gotta we gotta still gotta talk about Donnie, Johnny Bravo being shot. He was shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we yeah. all know that yeah. anybody shot, anybody associated with John, Rosemary doesn't of, die. She's not gonna die. Instead, instead, of, shot, instead of who shot Jr., it's who shot Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, the virginal, virginal with virginal blood, John E. Yeah. Who shot JJB? <laughs> John Bro. Oh, God. oh my God. Yeah. You don't even know, man. You don't even know. We come, it, The second it happened, I'm like, I bet you it was Sue Ellen. And then, and then of course, Steve's got to go into a whole thing of who shot JR. <laughs> no. Nope. It was, it was Kristen who it was, was, who was pregnant. With JR's kid, yeah, and then mysteriously wound up committing suicide in the pool at South Fork. Yes, guys, I I did watch Dallas back in the day. Of course, she did. So did a lot Uh, of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then we had, a, we had AEW, and we've got quite a card now for full gear next Saturday night on pay-per-view. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. This is, this is loaded up. <clears throat> Steve Kane, take it away. Kenny. Tell us about it. All right. Uh, okay, so, uh, so let me go ahead and get everything for, uh, for full gear. Well, of course, uh, the main the main event is uh, is going to be um, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the AEW title. Um, Nyla Rose comes back to face the AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. 
Um, Darby Allen challenges Cody Rhodes for the TNT championship. Um, Kenny Omega against Hangman Adam Page, and the winner will get a future world title match against the winner of Moxley versus Kingston. Um, FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championship. And the Young Bucks have said if they lose, they are never going to challenge for the AEW Tag Team titles again. Um, Sammy Guevara will face Matt Hardy in an elite deletion match. Elite, uh, delete, uh, elite, delete, delete. Delete. Yep. There. Yep. You shall be deleted. Uh, Chris Jericho against MJF. And if MJF wins, he gets to join the inner circle. Oh. And then, and then for the buy-in, Orange Cassidy faces off against the Dark Order's John Silver. And I am I am looking I, I'm looking forward to that match. I love Orange Cassidy, but I've become a huge fan of John Silver. I love him too. The guy He's the guy too. is the guy is an amazing athlete. He's hilarious as all get out. Oh, I mean I mean it's I mean it's definitely He's definitely something to something to watch. I I really I really enjoy his work. So, no, I I I I can't wait I can't wait for this card. I think I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff. I think there's going to be some surprises. And speaking of surprises, um, as I as I you know as we mentioned in this whole thing um we i had a conversation with our good friend uh yugo savinovich who right now is uh back in mexico he is helping conan book for uh triple a and with their uh autos lucha which as he said and i've seen the pictures is really going amazingly well um we but we talked a little bit about uh trip about uh Triplemania which will actually happen in December this year. Oh. And this is the big news. This is the big news. Triple A has reached an agreement with Disney and Marvel. And oh. so there will be Marvel characters triple mania this year. And of course, one of the headline matches is going to be for the uh, um, mega campeonato, which is currently held of course, by Kenny Omega. And he will be taking on a uh, former guest of our show, Laredo kid. And, um, and Hugo and I were talking about it. He says they're working this. They're working on this match right now, and they have got a lot of big stuff, a lot of surprises planned for this match. So I'm looking forward to this. 
Now, you guys, you guys want a, you guys want a big laugh before we, uh, before we call it a night. Oh, another one, sure. Okay. Lionel Green, aka Leo Rush, um, posted up on Instagram oh. yesterday that he is going to be oh, God, available yeah. now to do. <laughs> Podcast interviews. Forty-five now, minutes for a whopping big. Only, what was it? I remember. Two hundred dollars. For only two hundred dollars, folks, you can have forty-five minutes of this skinny little fucker. Yeah, he yeah. was about one hundred and five pounds, yeah. soaking wet. Um, try and big himself up and when barely, he's got nothing and screwed himself. And barely. And barely had a cup of coffee in WWE. Yeah. He did what? Maybe five, I mean, six I think, months? I, think, I mean, I think the ink is actually, I think the ink is actually still wet on his contract with them. Yeah, even well, though he's, he's still, been yeah. gone for a while. Yeah, well, he's but still got the sweat on his forehead. For 45 minutes, Leo Rush. <laughs> I, I, and you know what? That, that's, that's like, uh, that's like paying Sabu $200. <laughs> And for him not to show up, you know, like I'd rather have that. Yeah. Yeah. What so. say you, Jonathan? What do you think of this skinny little boy? I, I would. Uh, Four to five minutes. No, thank you. You. Know, you know what? You know what? Even you know what? A hooker's cheaper. Okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, depending on the hooker and what you want, yeah, two hundred bucks for an hour. Be more worth it than yeah, having can, an interview with Leo Rush. You'd actually, you'd actually get more time with the with the hooker, and she wouldn't necessarily yeah. limit you. Yeah, Leo, and she also Leo has says, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but but the, there 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 is there is a comparison here. You pay you pay them two hundred bucks, have to pretend to like you. You know, the hooker has to yeah. pretend to like you, and so does the interviewer. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. So each of them are selling. So each of them are degrading and selling their souls for two hundred bucks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interview yeah, at, least, at least at least <laughs> at least the hooker it'll be worth it. Yeah. At least you'll come out with a smile on your face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I think, I your think oil change. I think. I think you. I think you come up after forty-five minutes with. With Leo Rush and go. That's all I got for two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a hooker joke there too. But I won't go there. <laughs> oh yeah. Sean. Sean has. Sean has no hooker jokes. No. Sean. Sean and I make hooker jokes all the time. I'm surprised he doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah he doesn't make hooker yeah. jokes. We all make hooker jokes. Yeah. Right. Well, yes, it is uh, the oldest profession in the world, and yes, it is a respected one in some circles. But still, it's still a whore. It's yeah. still a whore for two hundred. Yeah. In some cases, in some cases, they're more respected than the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're definitely more respected than our politicians. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah, they provide well, a service. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. All right. Well, tomorrow night, 
tomorrow night at Baby Central. And he started we it. will talk. We will talk about the um, the the uh, New Japan star who will be get will be getting getting it on in a uh, live action anime film. Oh my! Among other things that will that we will be that we will be talking about. So uh, you join. So join Lee Walker and myself. Tomorrow night at uh, 10, 9 central, right back here on Blog Talk Radio, also live on YouTube as well. So, um, don't want to miss that. YouTube. So, all right. Well, John, say good night. Good night. All right, Katie, oh. tell them what time it is. Oh, folks, <laughs> oh, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Turn off the lights. Take your take your glass to the bar. It costs us so much money. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Get, it. Get out of here. No!
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.